If you're a business owner, you don't need us to tell you running a business is tough. Don't let QuickBooks and spreadsheets slow you down anymore. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Join the over 21,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash c-suite netsuite.com slash c-suite hey andre thanks for coming on to the in penny stock show how's it going thank you very much Barack. i'm happy to be here we look forward to this awesome awesome i appreciate it um so yeah i mean what i like to do kind of is dive right in um you know we've kind of been talking a little bit and i have done some uh, fundamental research and really kind of came across your project, enjoy what you guys are doing and are really, you know, honing in on exactly the use case of what we can utilize blockchain for, which is kind of really creating a P2P environment and cutting out the middleman. So I really love the project, but for the people, you know, for all my subscribers and listeners, I'd love if you could give some background about yourself, about Jim B, and then also kind of um, how you got involved with it. Right. Just a short one. My uh, career started in aviation. I'm a pilot. I flew in the Royal Danish Air Force. I flew private jets till uh, in Los Angeles and in the U.S. till '95, '96. Got my degree in business administration. Went into the corporate world. Have really been in the medical devices, pharmaceuticals, biotech for almost 20 years. Okay. Uh, but always been a a retail gold bug. So I. I have it with me from my upbringing that it's always good to have gold, but I yeah. really never did not understand it till we got the financial crisis. Mm-hmm. So when we hit the 08, 09 crisis, I had friends that walked out of the houses and lost a lot of money. Um, I, I, uh, some of some of my friends and in my network they had held gold and silver, and that was good. Yeah, but shortly after, gold spiked. So. I kind of went, okay, this is not just a historical 4,000-year documented <laughs> archaic history. Yeah. I saw this come to action. Wow, so I, yeah. Uh, I exited the corporate world in uh, the typical blue-chip companies uh, in 2009-10. Okay. Uh, uh, founded a, a private equity just company, private company, where five partners started angel investing in small projects. And through that... Uh, I, I met uh, the current JMB co-founder, Joe, that, that introduced me really to the advantages of precious metals, especially gold. Yeah. Uh, how the whole mechanics work in the back end of the market. And so I, I started studying it and, and, and got more and more involved. Um, and since then, it just became more and more serious. And, and now we decided to go Monty, as they say. Um, and, and launch an ICO where we actually not just gold traders and investors, but yeah. we where we actually are shareholders in in the mining industry and in, in in the refineries. So we participate in the whole value chain. Um, so that was that, and that's why this ICO. Uh, I got into the crypto space. I was offered to buy Bitcoin when I lived in Arizona in 2013. Okay. I just didn't understand it. Yeah. I, 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 I seriously. <clears throat> I, I, I thought I gotta be. I must be stupid, <laughs> I but, see. but I really did not understand it. Yeah, and, it, yeah, I can definitely understand that. Yeah, and 
Then uh, the same gentleman that offered me that, we revisited each other a little bit later, a year, one and a half year later, uh, two years later. And I started reading up on it. Okay. And, and started investing one and a half year ago, bought my first five Bitcoins and some Ethereum and wow. got into that. And just uh, just purely in, in my leisure time, just kind of plugged into it, did some YouTubing, uh, watched you guys. And, yeah. And then I decided to invest in an ICO, which was Pillar. That was my first That's investment yeah. last year, 10th of July. That was really easy to remember. Yeah. That was my really personal, not the fund, but the personal investment in ICO. Mm-hmm. To make a long story short, I connected with the guys. They invited me to the launch seminar in Popra in Slovakia. I ended up sitting there asking myself, why am I there? <laughs> uh, but I, I took the whole five days, the whole week, and it was an incredible experience, uh, life-changing in many ways in terms of knowledge of the blockchain, what they can really do. Yeah. We're, just, we're not just doing Bitcoin and Ethereum, right? So it's, yeah. it's much yeah. more than that. And, uh, and then again, some like, like a story short, they invited me to come on board as a consultant, and now wow. I'm with them basically almost full-time uh, wow. doing business development, and we partner up with Pillar, and uh, we're using the Pillar infrastructure, the ecosystem to support the Jimby token. Got it. The wallet, the wallet that is coming out now just shortly, yeah. right around the corner, will support the Jimby token. Uh, Could you tell so me a little bit I'm more gonna... about the Pillar infrastructure and kind of what helps it stand out and make it, it so important to the to like as a development in blockchain technology? Sure, Pillar is a a wallet. It's a data locker wallet <clears throat> encrypted. So the the whole mission is, and it will be accomplished, is to have a very easy, user friendly wallet. We call it the grandma wallet. It's something uh-huh. that you give your grandma and say, "Look, <laughs> push three buttons and it'll work." Yeah. And and that's the base. Then it will be there's going to be a corporate side where you have an ICO wallet with a whole uh, security and equity infrastructure inside. So you basically deliver uh, KYC AML structures for for the coming ICO. So that's that's kind of the two the two ecosystems we work with now. In general, Pillar it's an encrypted data locker. So when you hold your data, all of us we have 12, 14 different accounts, right? The Amazon, Google. This will this will gather all your accounts. Yeah. Under one, it will recognize your activities on when, when you exercise uh, on the different platforms, and you will encrypt your data. So when you buy a book from Amazon, you will take the data back, so the third party like Amazon won't hold your data, Got and it. hence they cannot sell it. So if Pillar Wallet existed five years ago, six years ago, you wouldn't have a Facebook here, right? Because if people yeah. use the wallet. And, and it encrypted your data going out and, and back into the wallet and yeah. didn't leave any traces on the net. So the only way that Facebook would be able to utilize your data is that they ask you and then yeah. they have to pay you, right? Got so it, got it. Today, you basically tick box that they can do and then they profit from you. They sell your data to, to the highest bidder. So the, the data wallet, the locker, the pillar wallet data locker will completely remove the third party what you call commercial abuse that is currently going on. Yeah. Plus, our accounts on four or five different backup servers, one in India, one in US, Silicon Valley, but still you have a single point of, 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 uh, of data. So hacking, hackers know which servers to target to get at it. In a pillar wallet, it's a decentralized system so using the blockchain technology, so you yeah. can hack, can 
Got it. Got it. It is mathematically impossible. <clears throat> so it's it's hacker proof. It encrypts your data, easy use, and complies with the, all the GDPR and all necessities. So it takes your data back under your control and nobody else. Awesome. Even though you'll be exercising it freely on the on the net. Got it. Got it. I appreciate that. That definitely makes sense. Okay. And inside, and, and the ICO wallet will also have an exchange. We'll have like a token exchange, like a whitelisting, where the oh, GP okay. token will be will be held. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's an extension that's in the pipeline, and it, and it's coming shortly. It's just around the corner. Nice, nice. So I want to get into now talking specifically about Jinbi, but my, all my listeners, all my subscribers, they're investors in the stock market, in cryptocurrency, <clears throat> sorry, in altcoins. Could you tell them why? gold is such an important investment you know even if you can mix in some about 2008 or the financial crash but get why would they be interested they're investors in the stock market cryptocurrency why should they add gold to the diversified portfolio i think well there is a they are very polarized opinion about gold you have this group that says it's archaic it's over we're not gold back anymore it's a jewelry metal yeah but but actually there's a four thousand years of documented history back to kong solomon the egyptian uh civilization basically rested on gold the greek everybody that issued any empire on earth that we know historically that issued currency always started off being gold back but but during the collapse it was not gold back none of them it was diluted and this is what's happening today. We have a Federal Reserve System that 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 was taking off, that the greenback was taking off gold as a gold-hedged currency, and today it's a promissory note. So I think gold historically has always shown to be the best hedge. What what buys you one ounce for one ounce of gold today in value, whether it's bread, clothing, or anything else, it's exactly the same that you would have would have bought you during the Roman times. Mm. So, so it's a two thousand year of consistency and n- no devaluation, and of course it has gone up and down through times. Every eight ten years, it yeah. kind of it goes through the cycles, but it actually always peaks when there's crisis. And I think we're getting close to a a fundamental correction in the markets. Whether it's going to go off the cliff or not, I don't I don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah. But definitely, any pro in the market can see. Stocks are overvalued. Everything is over leveraged. Uh, there's a real estate bubble. We see it already cracking in the big cities like Toronto, British Columbia, um, and 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 it's just a repeat of what happened. I think what what we got in 2008 was just a starter. It was just a we didn't get the main dish. The main dish is coming. And during those resets, which usually is called resets, even the Christian Lagarde from IMF, yeah. she's been stating the last couple of years that that they're getting ready for a reset. Yeah. So, I mean, she always packs it in, in a diplomatic language, but it always comes out. They're getting ready for a reset. Now, every single time there's been a reset, gold has always come back. So I think gold, you should, you, you, anybody who is smart and diversifies portfolio should have, it's like having a life insurance or your house insurance. You buy an insurance and you hope you're never gonna use it. Yeah. I think gold is the same, it's an investment, that will keep your wealth, and of course, you can use it as a leverage. You can trade it. You can do whatever you want. But primarily, for me, it's 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 a safety. It's a safety net. 
And of course, if it spikes, you can offload a little bit and get into something else. Usually when it spikes, real estate goes down. You can offload your gold and get a house really cheap. Yeah. So, so I think gold, not just think, I can document gold has been a fantastic hedge for, for a couple thousand years. And it's not over. Anybody who says there that gold is, is, is archaic and done, it, it's always, it always comes back. Uh-huh. Always. That's why it's called precious. It's a precious metal. <laughs> it always comes back. Okay, awesome, so, awesome. So, I, so that, the problem is today that we have a gold-silver market primarily that is highly manipulated through the comic system. Mm-hmm. The five biggest banks basically use the market to hold the prices down, to control it, because they protect the currency. They can, they can, they can protect the U.S. dollar. Um, and the blockchain environment is a beginning of, of challenging that system. Yeah. Because it's difficult to paper a, a decentralized system that is fully transparent and honest. Yeah. Whether there's tick boxes every second. And if you can track your gold from the mining, and that's what we do. As soon as it gets out of the mine, it's been validated, audited. It goes on a blockchain, a smart contract, and then basically we're out of the game. The whole logistical chain, all the way to the smelters, refiners that we have agreements with, till it's in the vault, the big crop. And JP token holder can log into the account and they can see the, the gold in the vault and it'll be hedged to the token. So at some point, if they want to call the gold in physically, if they feel uneasy, they, they send us the JP tokens, we send them the gold for the spot price plus delivery cost. No markups, no commissions. Got it, got it. So you, you touched upon it now. We're going into the JP uh, the token. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what uh a user or holder of a jimby token gets what the benefits is and and why you decided to create a utility token out of uh, of this concept well it's a it's an asset back token asset and token. Uh, yeah. it is because the gold is the asset yeah so so we have uh, we have backed it up with a kyc ml third-party provider custodianship full uh, information memorandum so we have the legal backing behind it awesome and uh, what you get really you're buying gold you're just tokenizing it. You have yeah. instead of having a certificate, paper certificate, like good old days, you're getting a token, and uh, that just requires a password, and it's like holding any other cryptocurrency. So, confiscation is not possible. I see. And gold was confiscated in the United States in 1933-34. Wow. They called the gold in the government. It was illegal for a a, a U.S. citizen to hold gold. They bought it in, and, and three, four days later, the price was increased when they had it. So this is when, when the state is basically bankrupt and repatriates the gold. That happened in America. T- wow. But if it sits in the vault in Switzerland or in Cyprus, and you just have that token, yeah, they cannot confiscate it. But you can call it in anywhere you want. Anywhere in the world, you just, you just send us the tokens, give us an address, and we'll send the gold. So in that way, it's holding the physical gold is the best, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And I do both. I hold some physical with the liabilities that 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 that, that you surround yourself with, and I have some in, in the third party vaults, and especially silver because it's bulky in Switzerland, where it's not in the banking system. It's a it's a privately owned where I only have access. So I think that's and and the crypto. What we are doing, we're doing exactly the same thing. We're holding the gold. We're not. It's a spot contract, an independent supplier. Yeah. That holds the gold, and and only the token holders can issue an order to have it shipped. Okay. Got so it. so what we do, we just increase the floor price. We just keep mining 
And as, as the gold vault holds more and more gold, the value goes up, aggregated. Yeah. Then the in your token uh, increases in value. Because okay. the token represents the whole gold holding. Got it. Got it. And so. And that's why. And that's why we pay dividends in in Jimby tokens or other cryptocurrencies. And how often are those dividends? So holders yeah. of this Jimby token will get dividends. Yes. Every six months we do an audit. We we count up the the gold in the vault and we we issue dividends. Awesome. Awesome. And so is this essentially? Did you guys decide to go the token route to create almost like a gold investment trust, like a you know the re, a concept of a REIT? where they just pull their money together and buy real estate and then issue dividends in the stock market. Is is that kind of the philosophy you guys had tokenizing the system or what was the incentive? Yes, because you're participating, not just it's hedged on the gold price, but you're also participating in the whole, in the whole mining infrastructure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so you, when you call in your gold, well, then once you receive the gold, that's well, that's when you dividend stop, right? Because then it's like selling your shares in a company. Yeah, yeah. So once you call it in, then you have it. But as long as it stays in the vault and it, and it builds up, the builds up value of the whole vault, then you participate in dividends. Got it, got it. And now, how can people get involved in the token sale? Let me run me through a little bit about Jim B's token sale, where you guys are at, and what your roadmap looks like for the sales. Okay, we started the pre-sale twenty percent discount, which mm -hmm. is like you can consider twenty percent discount of buying gold on spot price. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so we started that two days ago. Uh, we have a little. I can now say something. We have a small correction to our roadmap. Mm -hmm. We have had so much traffic on on our site that our KYC AML software hasn't been able to handle it. We've mm -hmm. lost a lot of a lot of traffic. We we. Had a meeting with a provider yesterday, uh, basically documenting that that this is not good. Yeah, there's a lot of people that wish to participate that couldn't upload the, the data. We have simplified; they have increased the, the capacity in order to handle that. And since we have lost a couple of days, we've decided to go the pre-sale route all the way to Thursday. Full oh, okay, nice. Not just three days. Yeah. So this is this will be corrected on our site uh, this evening. Yeah. European time and the, the new KYC platform was much more simplified, very easy to use, will be also uploaded tonight at the same time. So when we wake up tomorrow morning, we're up and running and we extended the pre-sale till Thursday. So now we've got a full week of 20% discount. Awesome. And then we have, after that, we have a four week process, ICO process for, for every week. You get a, I think first week is 15%, 10%, 5% and then 0% discount. Got it. Until okay. we sell out. Or until we hit hit the the cap. Yeah, yeah, got it. And what is uh what is the conversion rate looking like? What is the cap looking like at the moment? The details of the sale. Well, right now I still have to get the data in. Yeah. Because we we've had so it's not freshly updated. But I can say that we're not worried about the soft cap. Yeah. We have a Dubai family office that has committed for the full soft cap. Oh wow. Okay. And more than that. So we we're not that is. That was actually already in the books before we started the pre-sale. Yeah. We made that agreement two weeks ago. Uh, they committed for 12 million. The soft cap is eight. Yeah. So we're clean. We're fine. We're right. in business. Okay. Uh, so everything is now is, is just an added benefit to the business. And the more we get in, the more gold we can we can tie ourselves up to. And, yeah. and the quicker wool manufacturing and, and smelting and refine, refinement take place. Awesome. Awesome. And... and 
How do you feel about the whole concept of the these the ICOs or initial coin offerings occurring or token sales? It's it's non-equity based, right? So it's, it's more like crowdfunding and getting interest in your project. So it has nothing yes. to do. Okay, so people are just getting involved in your in the currency that your company is creating to be a part of, for example, in this case, the dividends or the benefits that your token provides. Correct. Um, Correct. So they're, this they're, they're yeah. buying the gold. Mm -hmm. They're buying the gold. They'll be hedged to the token, but. As, a, as an additional benefit, as long as the gold stays in the vault, right, then then you can just say that the interest that it creates, we give back to the token holders. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And when, when do you think, um, after the token is out, right, and then after the token sale is done, <clears throat> are you going to be listing the token on different exchanges? Yes, we are. We already have a commitment from two smaller but then whitelist exchanges. <clears throat> Mind you, we only have 10 million tokens for sale. And that's that's because we want to keep the value per to token pretty solid. We yeah. don't want to have uh, too many speculators. Yeah. And also, we want to be able to deliver <clears throat> the gold that we committed ourselves to. <clears throat> uh, so the, the top three exchanges, uh, there's just not enough volume on this. So we'll, yeah. we'll go in the middle exchanges. We already have commitment uh, from two. Yeah. So And we'll announce them at the end of the sale, which ones they are. So don't worry about that. They'll, they'll, okay. they'll be traded. Awesome. Awesome. Um, all right, great. I mean, I, I kind of like, you know, the, the overcap and overview that you've given us and given your background, I was wondering if you could, you know, for the little few minutes we have left, really talk about where you think the space is going. You know, you're, you have experience, angel investing, private equity, you know, so you're, you're really key in this and you've seen it throughout with gold and you have experience in that. Where do you think the ICO markets are going with, you know, U.S. regulations and stuff? Could you talk a little bit about the future of the token sales? Yes, of course, I cannot predict the future. I can have yeah. five cents of worth in it. Exactly, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, in, in, in a pillar in 2030, where uh, I'm a business development group, we, we have a sandbox project with FCA in UK, and we've worked with them for half a year now. Okay. And we have been accepted in the sandbox. So oh, wow. the pillar wallet will support, that's the ICO wallet that will support the sandbox requirements. Yeah. And we will be able to issue equity tokens. Now, and just, just saying that even though that, I'm an anarcho-capitalist, so I'm, I'm I, inside of me. I I know how fraudulent the Federal Reserve system is. I know how manipulated everything is, bought off and paid for, <laughs> and we want to disrupt that. But okay. we can't go completely crazy. Yeah, we go rogue, end up in jail. I don't want to be the richest man in jail. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, we need to work with each other. We need to not work with agencies. What the fear in the market is, they're going to overregulate us. I see. I do not think they're going to do that. That that will that will not serve anybody well. Yeah. Uh, so I have a sense. So we have a sense internally that that the, the especially the SEC and FCA and and some other government agencies of the larger countries are really they have different working groups and they're really trying to understand the space, not dragging the old system with them, which is basically overregulation, and it doesn't make sense either. You can. Like U.S. citizens today cannot participate directly in, in an ICO, right? So they have the VPN tongues. So it's a Mickey Mouse game. Yeah. But because because apparently SEC wants to protect you. But mm. but my grandma can take the whole Social Security check and buy a lot of lottery tickets for them. For, yeah. the, whole, for, the, whole, for the whole thing. <laughs> and she's going to lose 99.99% that is lost money. We're her protection. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, 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 and everybody knows this. 
So I think I think the regulations will come. We see this in Switzerland too, that the most pragmatic, by far the most pragmatic country in, in terms of blockchain and cryptos, very friendly, but but and pragmatic, but there are laws and there are regulations and they're developing as it goes. So even Switzerland is kind of saying it's going, it's coming, it's coming. Just yeah. give us a little bit more time, because um, we're still in beta mode. The whole industry is still in beta mode. Yeah, it's still not really fluid, and, and and it doesn't have the volume. It doesn't have the the the, the full critical mass of users and, and utilities in order to make it getting out of the beta. But we're coming, and it's just around the corner. And yeah. I think as we get around the corner and as we get institutional money pressing on, and they're coming now, they're watching the space, we have discussions with them weekly. These are pension funds and huge hedge funds in London, etc. But they also found for regulations. So yeah. I think as, as the space develops, and it's going very, very quick, we will have regulation, we'll have clarities. Uh, might not happen Monday, but yeah. it could happen fourth quarter. It could be happen first quarter, but it's not going to happen in 22. It's, gonna, it's coming. Okay. Uh, and well, once that comes, we'll have a tsunami of business. Again, they will get out of beta, and then hold your horses. It's gonna yeah. go quick. And and people that are in the space now that have actually a real good product to offer and have a solution and to, and, and a proper disruption, uh, in blockchain style as we call it. Yeah. They uh, they will they will do very well. And again, we'll probably have like a dot com crash. We'll probably have some kind of a correction and we need that because 70 80 percent of, of the projects out there today what is it 1500 coins now on yeah, the market yeah 1600 80, yeah. about 80 percent of them are basically don't even have a product yet and yeah. probably will disappear when we have a correction and then when everything is said and done this is where you got the new googles the new amazons the new yahoos and you know, within the blockchain space and we're getting ready for that yeah yeah and i think that in terms of uh, when you go with gold and silver, I'm definitely uh, on David Morgan's uh, side that, that that kind of that, that says that this is the next step for even the precious metals, which is a very conservative industry. Yeah. It's tokenizing, get on the blockchain, get transparency, get the, get all the brokers out of it, go peer to peer. Uh, the peer to peer will will make the miners richer instead of they have to compromise pricing because there's so many layers that have to be compensated. Yeah. Uh, because miners have been suffering most last four or five years. I mean, with a big silver mine in Canada closed because they just couldn't do it with the with the low prices. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think blockchain will will help that 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 some of the profits can be kept between the spot price and manufacturing price price between the miners and 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 whoever is at the end of it. So so um, it's coming. Mm-hmm. So I think that the industry is developing. It's not easy. We have some bumps on the road. We have. We have legal issues, but uh, we're pushing, and, and, and as governments always are, they're reactive, they're never proactive. So yeah. the more we push, the, 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 the quicker regulations will come. And we're hoping just for this going to be nice and fresh and clear and pro-business regulations. If that happens, we'll have, we'll have billions going into this market. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, I mean, I appreciate the advice. I mean, clearly you, you've have really helped my subscribers and listeners out to understand more about the space. Uh, where can they kind of follow you or follow more about Jinbi and, uh, you know, its progression throughout? How can they get involved in the sale or they in the involved. process? Well, yeah. look at our webpage, which is jinbitoken.io. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are videos, white paper, one pager, everything is there. We have a Telegram uh, group 
please join that. That's Jimpy Token Official. Um, and uh, and uh, on the website, there's there's the contribution page where you can go in and invest in Jimpy. Awesome, awesome. And I'll include for all my listeners all the notes, all the links that he just mentioned are in the show notes below and on the podcast notes. So, Andre, thank you so much for your time. Uh, really great informative talk taught me a lot too i've always been uh interested in gold but haven't been able to do active investing in it uh but i feel like with this you know we could definitely have more involvement so thank you so much for your time you're welcome thank you Take very care much today bye hey c-suite radio listeners jeffrey hazel here chairman and ceo of the c-suite network Has your business been seriously affected by COVID-19? Are you having trouble getting a loan to meet payroll? Is government red tape causing your business to shut down? Well, we're here to help. C-Suite Loans is a business program designed to provide companies just like yours with immediate access to capital that will keep your business not only afloat, but driving and thriving. C-Suite Loans works in conjunction with vetted funding to provide you with the best options based on your financial needs. We understand the challenges and we have a solution Visit csuiteloans.com today to learn more. Once again, that's c-suite, S-U-I-T-E, loans.com.